Hey, this is Sean with the Atlanta Tennis Podcast, powered by Go Tennis. While you're here, please hit that follow button. And after you listen, please share with your friends and teammates. Also, let us know if you have questions or topics you would like us to discuss, and we will add them to our schedule. With that said, let's get started with 10 Minutes of Tennis. Hey, hey, this is Sean with Go Tennis, and today I am talking to Justin Yo. And our topic is Know Your Tennis Toolkit and How to Expand It. So, Justin, let's jump right in. What is the definition of a tennis toolkit? Let's start there. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Uh, yeah, I would just say it's mainly understanding all the strokes that you have in your game um, and also making sure that they apply to some kind of tactic. Um, I think a lot of people don't understand the, the mix between technique and tactic very well. So once they start to understand that a bit more, they understand the tool people. So technique versus t- tactic, you said. So tactic, yes, yes. tactic being like a strategy, technique being how I hit my forehand? Yeah, absolutely. Like some people get caught very regularly hitting down the line, and it's mainly because of either movement patterns or style of technique and they can't seem to get it back cross court. So um, commonly you need to sort of fix, you need to decide what tactic or what game style you'd like to play more of and then make sure you design your technique around that uh, because otherwise, you know, your toolbox is your toolbox. You could be just a variety pack of everything, but you're actually looking to say, well, I'd like to play more aggression, but you don't take the ball on the rise. So pretty hard to be aggressive. All right, so the toolkit itself is what I have in my toolkit. So if I have a forehand, but that's not, everybody's got a forehand. The toolkit is more about do I have an aggressive inside-out forehand or do I have a forehand drop shot and a forehand inside-out drop shot? So we're talking like what which golf clubs are in your bag kind of thing, right? Yeah, well, golf clubs are a little bit different, though. Because we vary a golf club for each different shot, we don't vary the racket. So, um, no, it's it is really understanding, trying to understand your game. I've spent probably thirty plus years profiling players first in my first set of lessons to understand, you know, what their function, what their movements are, whether they're athletic, whether they, you know, slightly had to work harder at athleticism. Um, then you actually sort of find out what kind of style of player they are. And then also then talk about personality. Like I've seen a lot of people that are very, very aggressive, very intense people, but they're counterpunching all day because their toolkit just doesn't allow them to be that aggressive. So um, toolbox is really understanding, you know, what you are, what you're about, what your game style is, what have you been doing for 20 years the same way, um, and then whether You'd like to flip the switch a little bit or add something to it um, and change things up a little bit and whether your body allows that too and your game allows that. So um, your toolkit can always be changed. I, I, I say that over and over again. You know, I'm, I'm 50 now and I've had to adjust my serve for my body, still cranking, you know, 120 mile first serves just purely by adjusting the toolkit where I need it to to make sure I still get the outcome I'm looking for. But in that case, that sounds like, in that specific example, that sounded more like a technique adjustment to keep the toolkit functional, right? So that yep. if the toolkit includes, like, I don't have a 120 first serve, that 
It's just never really been part of my game. I need my kick serve working or I will lose. So in that case, as I get older, I might adjust the technique to keep the toolkit in play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been very clear with what Rafael Nadal's done the last few years. Novak changing the serve too, yeah. He's playing the variety first serve, and, and people don't understand he really didn't just serve. He spent six months mentally believing that he can like change the first serve up versus just going bang first serve and uh, and then into a second serve. You know, so he's created that and worked hard at trying to mix up the first serve to allow him uh, to penetrate on the third shot. So, um, and that's been very obvious in the last few, you know, at least the last couple of years. So it, it just shows that guy too has evolved from nine feet, ten feet back on the baseline to two feet in the front of the baseline. And if there's anyone that's evolved his toolkit, it's Rafael Nadal. So yeah, um, and, and we watch we watch the younger guys coming in. You watch somebody like Alcaraz who is able to take what Nadal has done and learn from it ahead of time. And his coach, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of this is the coaching, right? So you've got somebody as phenomenal as Ferrero. To be able to say, all right, let look at Nadal took six, eight years to figure out how to go from clay to actually being really, if not really competitive, the best grass court player in over a couple of years. But he did this. These are the adjustments he made. And a guy like Alcaraz is making those adjustments even sooner. Right, right. He's got, Alcaraz has got a ton, ton of learning still to do until um, he becomes the dominant force that he can be. But... Uh, just understanding a toolkit means you can actually grow your toolkit. Um, I think Rafael Nadal is just a perfect example of that. I mean, Carlos Moya came in, sat with Uncle Tony, and said basically, hey, how do we shorten the time on the court to prevent the injuries so that Tony, you know, Rafael can keep playing? So he doesn't and, have to uh, retire at 30 years old, yeah. And that's what they did. And, and the guy reduced between 20 to 30% of his court time by taking the ball more early and Everyone's always said his volley was one of the best. And until he learned to move up, there was no way he was going to use the volley. And now, I mean, he's a volley machine. So, um, but that takes time. It took him like two years of sacrificing what he likes to play versus where he has to play. And that's a perfect example of changing your toolkit um, and staying within his range still. Still the same forehand, still the same backhand. Um, he just had to learn the timing difference and adjust what he had to do to get a better outcome. Yeah, that makes sense. And if I'm making that adjustment, so from a toolkit point of view, you t- you use Nadal as an example, but is there an example of somebody removing something from their toolkit to say, hey, uh, Medvedev, maybe you should not come to the net ever for a couple of years until you figure this out? <laughs> I wouldn't say that because <laughs> the game is all about taking time away right now. It's taking time forward, taking time away. Otherwise, we're just going to see robots going like this all day, like Leighton Hewitt. And um, and it's just it's not that game anymore. So Medvedev is going to have to force him. Zverev is the same. Hmm. These tall, big guys that have great leverage and great height are just not taking the ball early enough to be able to come in and hurt the players. And what they have to understand is the players that are coming up are learning to come to net, are getting forward and taking the ball on the rise. So there's going to be a whole group of kids coming up um, that if they don't 
they don't learn to come forward, they're not going to dominate. They're going to keep getting long, long, long rallies and get dominated. Um, and so foot speed's part of that too, obviously. So we're going to see some incredible athletes. I mean, Alcaraz is taking the whole thing up another notch. Um, well, let's assume I'm not. But, let's assume I'm not Alcaraz, and let's assume I'm the club player, and I say, okay, yeah, I got to go. Yeah. I got to go to my coach tomorrow yeah. and say, okay. I, I saw these these guys on on YouTube and they were talking about my yep. tennis toolkit. What what do you suggest? Say okay, you know, club Joe tennis player. Yep. Go to your go to your coach. Talk to them about this and see what you can add. See what you could maybe even subtract if you need to. But yep. it's it, there's some patience involved because there's going to be some lessons and some work and maybe even mm -hmm. some technique to get me there. Right. Yep. Yep. I wouldn't subtract. I would just give uh, my two tips would be the first one. The majority of the time, to increase speed, watch the player's racket. Watch the player's racket and read the ball better. You'll be amazed how much faster, how much quicker you split step, and how much faster you can get to the ball without having to go do 50,000 sprints. Um, some, as I don't see that focused enough, on the, on the even at the higher level. I mean, Djokovic, you see him like this all the time, you know looking and looking because he's trying to make sure he sees that time and get those milliseconds that the processing faster, the movement's faster, the perception's faster. So that's my first tip. Uh, second tip would be understand what your body type can do because um, I wouldn't subtract or I wouldn't add until you know what your body type can do. We cannot, if you're, I'm, I'm 50, there's no way my shoulder development will allow me to come down under the ball like the players hit now though. My shoulder development internally rotate won't happen. So I'm more of a tabletop forehand and it's always going to be there. So understand your toolkit and then work with that because you can always grow. I like it. Justin Yo. thanks. Sir. I appreciate it. Welcome, mate. See you next week. Well, there you have it. We want to thank Rejuvenate.com for use of the studio. And be sure to hit that follow button. For more tennis-related content, you can go to atlantatennispodcast.com. And while you're there, check out our calendar of tennis events, the best deals on Technifiber products, tennis apparel, and more. If you're a coach, director of any racket sports, or just someone who wants to utilize our online shop, contact us about setting up your own shop collection to offer your branded merchandise to the Atlanta tennis world. And with that, we're out. See you next time.